How can I express my longing for you, my desire? What can I say, and how can I say it, that'll make you want me, like I want you? I think of this often, and I worry. I worry that I'll never get anywhere closer to the center of it. Problems, from my perspective, are labyrinths, or at the very least, labyrinthine. There's a center. It's never in the middle, and you have to find it. It's all transparent before you start, and opaque once you do. And I think about us, the two of us, in a maze, trying to reach each other, trying to find the center, the center that's not in the middle. So if you were to guide me, if you were to tell me my way to you, and I had never been in your labyrinth before, and you'd never been in mine, and all we could do is communicate with our voices, what avenue would you tell me to take? What advice would you give me? If you were to give it from your perspective and said, just follow the left-hand side, what if I was entering from another direction? What if that would only lead me away from you? Straight ahead? Well, depends on my orientation. We better hope our voices are very clear. The directions that we give each other outside of desire, romance, sexuality, they simply don't apply. There's this weird nebulous zone, which is why I call it the labyrinth, in which those directions stop being useful. In everyday life, before we try and be intimate, it's very easy. How do I get someplace? Where do I go? They're all rooted in fact, in principle. There are maps and lines, and everything's been described, written down. We often think, I often think, that I want to be an explorer, but I always pull up my map. I always look for GPS when I'm lost. And furthermore, once we're both in the center of this labyrinth, those directions become very easy. Hurry up. Slow down. Faster. Harder. Continue. Stop. More. So it's only in the labyrinth that we get lost with these directions. And I've often wondered, is it because we don't really know ourselves? Because we don't really want to know the other person? Or is it just because it's so much fun? One of the women that I desired the most taught me a little secret. Sex is never sexy. Once it actually is assured, once it begins, it's no longer tantalizing. It's fun. And it's interesting. But sex itself is never sexy. It is only in the labyrinth. The uncertainty, the not knowing if we're going to find the true center or not, when we finally take each other's hands, when our lips finally meet, 
its most interesting, precious moment. But it's not exploration, and I've never understood that metaphor. It can be, but it's not. Learning someone, being with someone in that moment, you want it more than anything. You're not exploring any more than a theme park. You're no longer in the maze. The maze was fun until you got something better. Until you got to fuck someone you wanted to fuck. But isn't it curious that you can be in this labyrinth too long? That you can just become disillusioned? And once again it all becomes transparent. And you could try and walk towards the center, but what's the point? You just walk right on out. It doesn't hold any allure. Not until the last step. Not until you're all the way out and you can hear the shifting of walls behind you. Then, if you turn around again, the center won't be where you left it. And if it's tantalizing, you can start all over again. With me. Here. Now. I've spent a lot of my time thinking about how to reach people in the void, how to reach them with the least amount of communication possible, how to turn what I do into simple words that people can follow. I've discovered that if you're here, then you want me. And I hope it's not too crass to say that if you're here, and you want me, then I want you. Isn't it nice to want and be wanted? The moment you had me, it wouldn't be sexy. The moment you touched me, it wouldn't be sexual. It becomes something else. I really want you to touch me. I really want you all to touch me. I have such fantasies. Such fantasies about just letting the braver girls in the audience come up to the live stage show and run their hand over a part of me. Put up a little cloth, a little privacy cloth, so one by one you could touch. Quickly, of course, under some supervision, but not mine, blindfolded. I want you to touch me I want you to want me after we're in the same room. I want you to want me so badly before we are. And that turns me on. And that turns me on very, very much. It turns me on that you don't know how big and strong I am. How beautiful and deep my eyes. You think that the voice is the best part of me and I don't blame anybody. But I 
love the labyrinth. I love it more than anyone I've found in the center of it. I love watching the strength drain from the women in it, the power fall from them. I love taking it from them, the ones who won't give it up. I love giving it back to them like a coat at the end. I love it. And frankly, with all that I've known and all that I've learned, I had gotten a bit bored because the labyrinth was home and sex is never sexy. And so all of this pushing I've been doing, all of this healing, everything else about where we've been going and why I've been dictating this podcast in first person so much more frequently lately, is because for the first time since I was a teenager, since I was a young teenager, it's discovery again. It's finding things out and finding out what turns me on instead of just the joy that I get from the transaction. Mm. So I think about the labyrinth and the words and how to reach you, how to grab you and how to force you, how to tie you down and make you mine without a touch. There is one compliment that I've never really dodged, and that is any variation of, oh, I think I might just be in trouble. And the answer for that is very simple. If you think you are, then you are, because I'm only just now starting to have fun with it all again. And frankly, I'm only just now starting to have fun with it for the first time, not the project, not erotic audio, sex, the labyrinth, the darkness in between us and the center. It's a strange thing to be feeling this awakening right now, when I don't think you mind because I reach you. You can only want me if I made you feel wanted. And since I do make you feel wanted, it's time for you to give yourself to me. I want you to touch yourself. I want you to stroke yourself all over. I want you to use your fingers so gently making them rise and fall, just one or two, and slide them around my favorite areas, the hips where the bone juts out, press in, and circle around it, run the back of your hand over your throat, because you know that I'd grab it. If you're afraid, I'd ask you twice, I'd respect your no 
but I believe you'd give it to me, and I believe you'd let me grab it. So please, run your hand over it with a little pressure. Show me that you know that your throat's going to be squeezed just a little. You can't pull your hair. Not the way that I do. I wouldn't have you try. But you can stroke it gently. You can stroke it gently for me and show me how to stroke you after. Or try, if I remember. I'm no different than any other man. Once I've grabbed your throat, once I've pulled your hair, once I've come, I sometimes forget the softer stuff. I'm good. I spoon. But you may have to remind me to stroke your pretty hair. To put my hand over your face, if that's what you like. What do you like? Show me now. Show me where you want to be touched. Run your hands over your stomach, your thighs. Run one hand, palm, down your face. All those sensitive areas that you are so, 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 so worried about. I'm not worried about them, am I? I don't mind them, do I? There's nothing wrong with it, is there? Spread your legs for me. Wide open, wide open as you can. Spread your legs open. And I want you to stroke your pussy lips. Just the outside. Just the tip. Push down. Yes. Good. Rub the inside of your walls for me. Just gently. Don't penetrate, just swim along the inside, rubbing in small circles like I would. So many people rush those, they try and get a good friction going. Don't. Savor it. Feel yourself. This is power. This is what we do it for. So don't hurry it up. Instead, let's go back to the basics. Let's focus on just the most gentle, softest spot of you. And now that you've had some practice rubbing in those small perfect circles, start doing them around your stomach. Yes. Good. Very good. Don't rub it too much. Just the faintest tip of it. That's what I want from you. That's what I need from you. And you can't deny me. You can't play the game. 
You have to give up power here because, as we said so long ago in this very recording, you want me, and you feel desired by feeling desired. So give in. This is my favorite part. This is my favorite part. Knowing that you're touching yourself for me, knowing that you want it so much, trying to balance between who you were when this recording started and who you are now. You're trying to be here, to listen, to not let go, to not push forward. Be here with me. Be here with me. I want you now. I love this. And you get me off because I love the power you give me. Touch your clit. Yes. Hello, old friend. Um, rub it for me. Oh, yes. Show me how. Show me how to touch it. Show me how to touch it. Show me how you want it when you're sitting in my lap in the dark. Show me how you want it when you pull me into a bathroom at a nightclub. Show me how you want it when we wake up at 3 a.m. and my hands already around your hips. Show me how you want it. Is it too much? Is just the permission, the anticipation of it all building up, the quickness of my voice, the alacrity at which I speak, is that too much? Does it push you over the edge? I'm told that it can, but I haven't told you to come yet. I just said the word. I haven't given you permission. Give yourself to me. Be here in the moment. Stroke your clit for me. Get yourself off for me, because it gets me off. But don't come yet. We're still in the penumbra. We're still waiting. Waiting. For that perfect moment. For you to get ready. To feel it. The anticipation growing and then... You have to wait some more. And some more. And some more. And then you have to keep waiting still. Because I like it. Because I want it. Because I want you to come, come for me, press that clit in, and do it in full circles, nothing harsh. Just firm, dedicated, try and come for me, full, easy circles around your clit. I want it. I want you to. I want you. Come for me. Do your very best. Just listen. Listen to your body. The blood aching, moving to the tip, flowing over the skin, making everything hot, full, easy. Come for me. Come for me. Come for me. And then I struggle without a leave. It's so much easier in person. A kiss. A stroke. They pass out very quickly afterward. And here, it's much more vulnerable. I'm not there to see you, but I am there. It's being there is the only reason why it happened. 
I still want you. I still need you. Somewhere between the light and the dark, that shadowy realm in between is the penumbra. It is the labyrinth. It's the thing that as soon as we leave it, we only see the parts of it that we could explore. And when we are in it, we only see the shadows. And we can only find our way to and from one another with one another. But for now, I'm just going to wait in the darkness. And you can tell yourself that you want to wait with me, but you won't. It'll pass. The room will lighten. And suddenly, I won't be there at all. And you'll wonder what was so special about this room, this center of the labyrinth that wasn't in the middle. Until next time.